Welcome to MCS Pentecost, Pentecostal podcasts about theology and life in the Spirit. MCS Pentecosts are produced by Masters Pentecostal Seminary in Ontario, Canada. I'm Peter Newman, Academic Dean of Masters College. Okay, now at this point, I'm going to ask a question that uh, a lot of people are probably wondering as they're listening to this. How do you... How do you pray that long? And I guess for, for many, the one type of prayer that we're all fairly skilled at is there's a problem, we need an answer. Petitionary, right? Lord, right. help me, right. help this person. Right. Um, but obviously you weren't spending hours asking God. Are there, are there different types of prayer? How, how would we learn to pray for any length of time if we wanted to get beyond the most basic, I have a need type of prayer? Well, what other types of prayer? Okay, well, I think then in Scripture it becomes clear that uh, the Gospels taught and do teach that when you pray, so it, it's an assumption that Christians will pray or ought to pray. And uh, so when you pray, these are the things, this is how to pray, the Lord's Prayer followed, and we don't have to just quote the Lord's Prayer. We can do that with good meaning, but uh, we're talking about uh, the, the embodiment of certain principles in the Lord's Prayer, that we can learn how to pray that way. I came upon a scripture which uh, you would know well as when it says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. Now as an acrostic, that's the word ask, right? Okay. A-S-K. Okay. So asking is the petitionary part. Yeah. Uh, but we go on to that to a higher level, which is seeking. Seeking God's face. Uh, spending time in his presence. And uh, not, not asking anything, but just uh, enjoying him. And hopefully he's enjoying me coming before his face all of the time. I'm, I'm seeking him. I'm waiting. It's great. Time passes. Time passes. Knocking. Uh, that kind of prayer is where it gets more aggressive, which is kind of how I grew up learning how to pray. More aggressively, you know, that... The devil was against the things that I was for and what the Lord was for. And uh, that I I felt that I needed to be very aggressive, very vocal, uh, very loud. Uh, Whatever I did, uh, I wasn't trying to put on an act. I was was just simply fervently knocking, God. This was a battle. God, yes, you've got to do this. And I know you want to do this. And... I want to be part of what you do. And, and so I learned to pray. And I understand the different levels of prayer that people need to understand. To go beyond the petitionary, the asking, and getting into the seeking mode where you spend time in his presence. And, and let's just look at that word time for a moment. Uh, Christ is the timeless one. Ben, is that right. correct in your thinking sure. as a scholar? So... When you come into the presence of the timeless one, you lose the sense of your own time. Mm -hmm. Uh, A thousand years, you know, with 
us is a day with the Lord. Uh, I have found myself being in God's presence, and I'm sure that you have as well, and many others have, to great delight, of just spending time. And the hours can go by. You look at your watch and you think, is it still going? I mean, hours have gone by, and it seems like minutes. It seems like such a short time, and yet it's been hours. How come? Uh Well, it's because we're sharing in the timelessness of Christ. That's the way I can understand it best. And when I'm sharing with him and he with me and we're in his time zone, not my time zone, then hours can go by. And uh, many wonderful things can happen in my life as I'm just sharing in that time zone of the timeless one. And I I love to pray that way because, and when people get to that level, Van, they're going to love to pray because they won't run out of words. Uh, The petitioner runs out of words. I mean, how many things can you ask him for? And you've already done that. So then, amen, Lord, I'm going. But go on to seek and knock. Spend time. Right. Well, does that make sense? Yeah. To you, Van? Yes, and it's it's uh, it's certainly important for us to consider that maybe prayer requires some discipline and some work. Trial and error isn't the way, but you, but you've learned by experience, you've learned by praying, you've learned by listening, and maybe what uh, maybe what we're facing as a challenge now in church is that we probably probably a lot of our prayer time is scripted in that we are singing wonderful courses of, of worship and prayer to the Lord, asking right. the Lord together. But but in a sense, it's scripted, meaningful, but still scripted. And I still lead worship at uh, my home church in Toronto. So I value it greatly. But there may be fewer people who know how to pray when the music stops than know how to, to pray when the music is, is ongoing. And so you are encouraging us to learn a discipline which uh, may require some work and effort. But I'm listening to you. I'm almost thinking what joggers say they experience where they, they go through, they, they go through uh, they, that wall they talk about where they've yeah. been running. Right. But, but you get through that wall and then all of a sudden um, it's just as if you've reached this level that you never could yeah. have gotten to right. other than all... Like prayer is work and effort. Yeah, You're is. describing something that you throw yourself into. Yeah, it's a battle. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, this is uh, a discipline that um, we need to hear about and be encouraged to to pursue. Okay. So w- one other one other question on this now. But then, just in yeah. case I I miss this point, uh, the spiritual warfare part, the aggressive right. part, where we're battling against the powers of evil. And uh, and Satan is trying to intercept or to block those prayers getting right. through. Daniel had that experience. Right. right. Uh, as you read his book, you find out. And uh, God's and when Daniel complained and uh, that God wasn't listening, he said, "No, Daniel, from the first day, right? From the first day you right. prayed, I heard you. Right. So the angel encouraged Daniel." Uh, that God had heard the prayers from the very, very first day. I think 
the discipline that uh, is so hard to develop today because churches really no longer have what I call the altar call or the prayer room right. or the altar presence right. where people are invited down to wait right. in the presence of God and to pray and to right. to worship further and to sing. Yes, because we can sing our prayers as well. They did in the Psalms all the time. And those sure. prayers were sung. Sure, yeah. And, uh, and you know what? We, we can sing psalms unto the Lord and, and things that we make up. Uh, I, I think the greatest way to sing a song to the Lord is to make up your own prayer and put it to music and mm. sing it okay. into his presence right. as something that you're offering to him right. as holy and acceptable. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, right. So here, here's, here's my final question. Uh, when I would listen to you pray in the basement, you sometimes prayed in English. Many times you would pray in the Spirit. And this is a Pentecostal podcast, so let's finish with this. So by praying in the Spirit, we mean it in the way that Paul did, where he said, sometimes I will pray with the understanding, sometimes I will not pray with the mind, where he was formulating his own thoughts. And then this prayer in the Spirit, where it, it was uh, not so much now... Uh, the work of his intellect, but in some way his his spirit was praying, or he was praying in the spirit. So tell me about that. I think, Van, that... Uh, what, what, what is that? What, what do you think is happening when you're praying in the spirit? Uh, there's a verse in the Psalms. I Memory fails me here to uh, give you the exact reference. But it it speaks as deep calleth out unto deep. Right. And I think that's what what prayer uh, in its zenith and in 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 the highest level and form that I think can happen is when your spirit is praying and calling out directly uh, to the spirit of God. Uh, so it's spirit to spirit. It's your heart to God's heart, but it's transcendent, and it may come out as uh, it may come out many times very silently. It may come out as groaning. I I've heard right. people, right. and uh, I say, "What are you doing? Uh, are you in pain?" No, 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 no. I just feel that I'm expressing myself this way, and then other times a very clear language. Uh, unlearned uh, by my own mind and uh, ability, but uh, speaking in languages that uh, are, are living languages, right. but not ones that I've ever learned. Right. And I have spoken in tongues that way, and uh, I'm sure that you have as well, Van. Does that, uh, does that uh, answer? I'm not trying to evade. I'm trying to answer a question that I think is difficult. Yeah, no, no, you're answering it well. And just while you, we were chatting, not that I know the Psalter off by heart, I just Googled, deep calleth unto deep, Psalm 42, 7. Thank you. So, when you're praying in the Spirit, there's a sense in which you know what you're praying about, but not, but not clearly. 
Yeah. We're trying to describe what this is to somebody maybe who's never experienced okay. it. Okay. So your mind isn't engaged okay. quite the same okay. way, yet okay. you have a sense what you're praying about, don't you? Yes. Well, then, I, I think you do. And yet, is there a verse in Romans, again, I, I would be lacking a reference here, that uh, we pray about the things that we do not know. In other words... Uh, I know about certain things that I can pray about in English, but there are things that I do not know that are needs that I should be praying about. And the only way for me to accomplish that is to pray in the Spirit, for the Spirit knows the heart of God and He knows the need of men and women and and circumstances and situations. And again... There's a passage yes. in Romans, and I think it's right. chapter 8 there somewhere, right. Van. This one I do know. So 8, 26, 27, 28, that wonderful progression. Okay. How the Spirit knows the mind of God. There we are. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And we don't always. And so, so that's Paul's praying. assurance, right, that what's going on is going beyond our ability, but yet it's pleasing to the Lord and is ministering effectively. Yeah, and it right. is, and it's praying right. about needs. Yeah that we don't know to pray about, but we would certainly yes. pray about if we only knew them. Right. And, and yeah, there are many good. wonderful testimonies, Van, of, yeah, of right. people that have uh, shared things they prayed about, and they'd meet somebody a year later and said, you know, I, I had a great burden for you, but I, I had no idea what I was praying about because I immediately then began to pray in the Spirit and I prayed right. in the language. Right. I right. And, and they said, you know what? That very right. night, this need was present. This emergency was happening. Something like that. And the faithfulness of God through prayer. I mean, it's this is, this is a river that will never end, Van. This whole area of prayer and the discipline. And I must say that maybe after all these years, uh, I know less about it in one way than I did then I thought I knew a lot then. I don't. I didn't. But I thought I did. But now that I see there's so much more in the realm of prayer that I have not yet accomplished or been maybe a party to in in terms of personal experience, right. that maybe, um, maybe then uh, I've, I've got a long way to go myself, and I wouldn't doubt that to be true at all. Well, obviously, uh, one thing I do know very clearly about your prayer life is the degree to which it has benefited your family, the way it has benefited me. Certainly at many difficult points uh, in my own life, your prayers have sustained and carried, and that would be the same for uh, Jeff and... Jan and Jennifer, and the many people that you have pastored over the years that you would carry to the Lord in prayer and just um, hold them up and press in and hold them up to the Lord continually. Uh, certainly your prayer has, has benefited many, so I certainly I certainly know that. Maybe, Dad, we finish with a devotional moment. These, these podcasts never finish with prayer, but today maybe it's appropriate. Maybe uh, for the person who's been listening and their heart is stirred and they are saying, Lord, I would like to pray better than I know how to pray. Perhaps uh, you would uh, just pray for those that uh, they might they might learn to walk in the Lord's presence and to communicate more effectively. 
so that that work of the Spirit that you were talking about, where sometimes we're praying beyond ourselves, but in accordance with the will of God, right, would, would well be accomplished. Said. You well know? said. Then, uh, you know, God's faithfulness uh, of our four children, you being the senior one, two boys, two girls, you were in active ministry as a teacher, as a professor, as a scholar. Um, We've got Jeff pastoring Great Church in Hemet. Uh, Hemet, California. And uh, Hemet, California. And uh, Jennifer, uh, who works uh, basically out of India and uh, out of Nepal yep. in rescuing uh, girls from the slave trade. Yep. So three of the four are in active ministry. Right. And uh, Jan, who has an autistic uh, child, as you know, yep. Van, uh, when she has been in churches, they have always asked her to teach or be part of the uh, of the youth or or to lead some division of the children or youth. And she has done that all of the years that she could until the demands of uh, the uh, son with autism exceeded, you know, any time that she had. But uh, so I, I consider all four in ministry. That's all I want. Say. Well, yes, and um, we have uh, we have as a family been blessed. In fact, last night I'm just visiting down here in California on this Labor Day weekend. Last night, Mum made the comment around dinner that whoever bought our home probably was blessed by the Lord, whether they knew the origin of that blessing or not, because the walls have been permeated yeah. with your prayers for so many years. Yeah. And I'm not particularly mystical, at least I'm not supposed to be with all the academic training I've had. But I think she was right. Yeah. You know. So Dad, would you would, would you pray for the sure. person right now that's thinking, well, Lord, uh, well, help me with this. Father, first of all, we come to you with the very petition that the early disciples did when they said, Lord, teach us how to pray. And, uh, course they had been brought up in a culture of prayer reared and in a culture where on the street corners uh, people lifted up their voice and they prayed prayers loud prayers and empty prayers they didn't want to pray like that anymore they wanted to pray like Jesus prayed they wanted to be able to slip away and be alone with the father now father would you lead us into that and would you lead anyone out there that's listened to this podcast that has a desire to know how to pray would you lead them that very way draw them by your eternal spirit into an area where they will begin to see that there's more to asking and there's more to seeking and there's more to even receiving lord there is just spending time with you and growing and developing and becoming all that you want us to do and all that you want us to be. So, Father, bless everyone that's listened to this podcast. And we pray, Lord, that your glory and your presence and your anointing will come upon everyone who desires it. In the name of Jesus, our Savior and our Lord forever. Amen and amen. Well, amen.
Well, thank you, Dad. Uh, thank, thank you for the prayer, and and thank you for the good time. I think you've uh, you've stirred my heart again, and um, I'm sure the the hearts of many people that are listening. So maybe we'll continue uh, conversation another time on another subject. But uh, we've started at the top, I think. How do you communicate with God? How do you walk with God? And how do you press in? So thank you, Dad. Appreciate this very much. Welcome. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of MCS Pentecasts, podcasts produced by Masters Pentecostal Seminary. MCS Pentecasts are available online at mcspentecasts.podbean.com and also through any podcast provider, including Spotify and iTunes. MCS offers biblical, theological, and practical courses from a Pentecostal perspective at both undergrad and graduate levels. For more information on graduate courses at Masters Pentecostal Seminary in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, visit mpseminary.com. For information on undergraduate courses at Masters College in Peterborough, Canada, please visit mcs.edu.